Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hello. I hope your day's going well. I hope that all your speaker dreams are working out the way that you need them to. But I do want to remind you of something. As speakers, God has a process for this path we're on. We typically have a plan. I don't know about you, but I tend to have a lot of plans. And then I remember that God has a process. All right, before we dive into today's episode, I just want to ask you a couple of questions. Are you on the email list? If you're not, go to takethestagepodcast.com, click on resources. Second one, and the one I'm going to lean into because every week more of you show up and say, oh, I haven't meaning to do this. Are you in the Facebook group? Now, I know you may say, Mary, Facebook, ugh. I totally get it. I stay in my groups. I love my Facebook group. And most specifically, I love this Facebook group, which is Take the Stage Speakers. It is a group that I created for you. It is a group that started out with just a handful of people And now we're about 1,200 people strong. I am in there at least once a day. I am posting. I am commenting. I am critiquing your one sheets. I am talking about things that hopefully inspire you, engage you, and challenge you. I would love to have you join me over there. Again, take the stage speakers. Just search for it in Facebook. Now, today we are in our part two of three, and we're talking about confidence as a speaker. And today we're talking about owning the stage. And this is about being a confident and charismatic speaker. Track with me. A charismatic speaker is someone who is engaging, someone who People want to be around. They listen to. Charismatic is magnetic. I want you to be a confident and charismatic speaker. And there are two main keys for building this. Number one, it is being warm. And that is what we're talking about today. Warm, relatable. What does that mean? What does it mean to be a warm speaker? It is someone who is relatable. Someone that people here and they go, oh, I would love to be friends with her. She sounds like she would be such a great person to know. And hear me when it may be that you are incredibly fun, that's fine, but there are people that are incredibly deep. Now they may have a funny here and there, but they are someone that you want to be with. So let's talk about how we build that because I firmly believe every one of you specifically you, are a warm speaker. You have a high level of warmth as a speaker. But if we don't lean into these things, it will trip us up. So let's talk about what does it even mean to be warm? Well, I said all the things, charismatic, you know, relatable, but how does that come across on a stage? 
Well, let's start from the very beginning. Let's start from when you walk onto the stage. Let's jump right in. You walk onto the stage and you've often heard me say, walk on, don't say anything, smile, take a deep breath and start. I've neglected to say, what do you do as you're walking on? Because sometimes that walk, y'all, it's a walk. I have walked on those stages that are kind of long. You know what I mean? And it's a wide room. It's a shallow room. It's not a big room, but it's shallow. But the whole front of it is a stage. It's like maybe they were thinking they were going to do a basketball court in there. Maybe they were thinking that. And they said, no, let's just make it a stage. And full transparency, I have spoken on a basketball court. It was the strangest setup. Can I just share the story with you? And I've talked about this. If you've ever heard me talk about the time that I wore a dress and everyone could look at my dress, this is the stage I'm talking about. So when you walk in this venue, it looks like, and it is, it is their, what we would call down here in the South, is their fellowship hall. So it's where they play basketball. It's where they have all different kind of meetings and whatnot. And so there's a basketball court down below. And that's the length of the whole room. And it's where they also put the tables up. But up top is a stage. And it is the entire length of that room. Somebody had got a real good deal on flooring. And they said, hey, y'all, let's just run this sucker all the way down. I would love to see their Christmas program in there. Because, you know, it is something. I mean, we can have the camel, like, walk all the way, all the way to Bethlehem. I mean, it would take the whole play because he's going to have to go down that whole court. So you can imagine, obviously, my dismay when I realized everybody could look up my skirt, but also you had to walk up these stairs and it is a long walk. Now, this was back in the day when I was not as experienced as I am now. So I didn't own that stage in the right way. But I have since then walked on stages that are very long. And I like to come out in the middle, so I walk right into the stage. But there were times when I have been on stages where there was no behind the scenes, and you had to come over from the side. So you had to come upstairs, come across, all the way, all the way, all the way, which truly and all just, y'all, feels like I am hiking a mile. Why is it taking so long to get to the middle of this stage? And the even more fun part is when you are stepping over band equipment because it's real shallow. So you got to go around the keyboard. It's almost like a little course. I'm going to go around the keyboard, leap over the cable that attaches this thing to that thing. I never know what all those cables are for. But when you're walking on that stage, I want you smiling and looking at that audience. That is the first indicator of warmth. And I don't mean that fake smile, you know, that one that you just use your teeth with and it's not in your eyes. I want your smile to fill your face. And I want you to practice it right now. Just fill your entire face where your eyes are kind of squinty. I don't have big eyes anyway. When I smile, my eyes disappear. On top of that, I wear glasses. So it's just like, a, you know, you can't see my eyes. But I want that smile to fill your face. I want your cheeks to hurt because that is the very first indicator people have of warmth. You know, if you see somebody out shopping, you're just out doing your thing and they smile at you, don't you smile back? Are you smiling right now? I hope you are. But I want you to walk on that stage warm. And then I want you to do something else. 
I want you to do a nod. I mean, not like you're shaking your head like a bobblehead. Don't do that. That would look weird. But just a nod, like, hey there, I see you. And if you have to walk a long time, maybe you do that a couple of times, you know, nod this way, nod to the left. If you're walking into a very large room or even a wide room, wide rooms are tough. I'm just going to be honest. I want you to, as you're walking on, look around and nod to each part of that audience. Again, not super fast. You don't want to look like the dog in the back of the window with his head going up and down and up and down. You don't want to look like that. Does anybody even remember what I'm talking about? Okay, they were like bobblehead dogs before there were bobbleheads. You don't want to do that. And when you get to the center of that stage, I want you to plant your feet and take that deep breath, keep smiling, and then you launch into the middle of that story while you continue to make eye contact with your audience. That is the first signal of warmth. The way that you lean is also incredibly important. Leaning forward into your audience as you unpack a part of your message, maybe you're telling a piece of a story, but it feels more intimate because creating intimacy on a stage is a skill that you are learning. And as your stages get larger, you will increase the way you do things. Because when I'm standing in front of 10 people, I'm going to be leaning forward slightly. Now, when I'm standing in front of a thousand people or 500 people or 2,500 people, I'm going to lean a little more aggressively. Now, don't fall off the stage because nobody wants that. But because as the audience gets bigger, you have to appear larger. Again, holding that warmth and maintaining that from the platform. Speakers tend to do a few things that cancel out our warmth. We sometimes back up from our audience This is why I ask this question. Can I put my podium right there at the edge? So if you have a stage that is, let's say it's a semicircle. It's, you know, a semicircle that's pretty common in some rooms. I want to be right there at the tip of that circle. I want to be as close as I can get to that audience. Now, I might back up and walk around so I can get to everyone or use a little bit more of that stage. But I want to be close as possible. And if it's one of those situations where you have a step down, so it's like a dual stage, and y'all may have seen those where you've got top stage and lower stage, I want to be on the lower one. I want to be as close as I can physically be to the people that I'm communicating with, because that's how I'm going to create more warmth in that space. Also, I want to be mindful not to turn my back on anyone. Now, that's a little hard when you're in that semicircle. You have to be careful when you lean that you lean with your body and you just turn the top of your body. There is a study that has shown that people will point their toes at what they are interested in. I think that's very interesting. So let's talk about how you continue to stay warm in a room 
that has people, maybe there's only 50 people in the room, but 25 of them are on the first row and 25 on the second. So how do you maintain that warmth when you've got people over here, way to the right, way to the left, and right in the middle? Let's walk through that. And this will also work if there are 1,500 people in that room and some in the balcony. When you begin your opening, I want you to plant your feet in the middle and I want you to launch and I want you to stay there. Not a lot of moving around in that first couple of minutes. You want to ground yourself on that stage. Look to the right, your full body, and maybe even your toes to that section. And then look to the center Look to the left, again, full body, even the toes if possible, not walking, but making sure you're pulling everyone in to this story. And not so quickly that you look like you're on a swivel. And this can take some practice. And this is why I say, check out your stage. Ask your event planner, what type of platform do y'all have? And if she said, oh, it's very, you know, just say, would you mind snapping a picture? I'd love to see it. Or is there one online I can look at? Because I'm guessing they probably have some video of some event online. So if you can't get there in person, at least you get to see it. Now, you're on the stage. You've grounded yourself. You've warmly used your body language, your voice, your words, your smile to bring people in. Now, How do we hold them? How do we continue that warmth and continue that connection? Well, here are a couple of don'ts, and then we're going to get to the do's. First of all, do not turn your back on your audience. And I'm speaking to you that love to use that PowerPoint. I've seen this, and if you've been here a minute, you know I'm not big on slideshows, but some people love them, and and some people really need them because they need that visual aid, and that's so Good. I mean, I've seen amazing speakers that use amazing slides. So you've got a slide and you've got a clicker or you have somebody advancing, which would be way better than you clicking. And they turn around and turn their back to the audience and look at the slide and talk about it. And they're making a major point with their back to the audience. Oh, no, no. Always keep your body to the front glance back and turn back around to make your point. So don't turn your back on the audience and don't back up. I see this with slideshows or people that use whiteboards is that they will begin to back away from the audience and get closer to the slides. Now, sometimes if you're using a slideshow, the screen may be right behind you. So you have to move to one side or the other. In that case, I like to see you use one side for a portion and then shift to the other side for a portion. You don't have to go back and forth, back and forth, just one and one. But you want the audience to feel included. But don't back so far away that you have your back against the wall and you've created a gulf, a divide between you and the audience because that doesn't inspire warmth. All right, those are the don'ts. What are the do's? The do's are stay close, lean in, use your voice. Just the way in which you speak, you can lower your voice to that stage whisper and it will sound like you are bringing them in on something that is maybe 
the confidence. When you're telling a part of your story, possibly what God did in your life, slow down. Pitch your voice a bit lower and share what the Lord has done for you and what you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he will do for her. The reason you do that is it's because when we're telling a confidence, we tend to lean forward. When we're sharing something that is important to us, we lean in. Create warmth from the stage. It is one part of becoming a charismatic, magnetic speaker who will connect so well with the audience. And more importantly, you will glorify what God has done in your life. All right. I'm super excited that we will get to be back here next week talking about how to own the stage with competence. All right. You be a confident speaker. I look forward to seeing you over in the Facebook group. You have a great rest of your day. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at TakeTheStagePodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.